0: Hi there, Ben here. We had a few technical issues while recording this episode of the podcast. So the audio at around minute 16 will be kind of rubbish. I tried to go over some bits that were particularly bad and I've done a couple of voiceovers over there. You may notice that at some points, from around minute 34, our conversation would come back to normal podcast levels. So be patient and get through it. And apologies. For the sound. Thank you.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the 2 1 Show,
2: a show for the 21st century youth where we discuss productivity, wellness, and human condition.
1: Kindly subscribe and leave us a review in you find the find your podcast.
2: Also, send us a mail at info at the21show.com.
1: And follow us on any of our social media platforms at the 21 Show. Thank you.
0: creative humans. Thank you for showing up here once again. This is episode 12 and in today's episode we are diving into the internal battles we face pretty much all the time, creative jealousy or what people call creative envy. I'm sure we might have faced this at certain points or areas in our creative journey. In today's episode I'm joined by two of the very best among my creative friends as they share their journey through creative envy or creative jealousy and the mantra that helps them get the best out of this conundrum stay on this episode and let's explore together this is episode 12.
3: Right, okay, so um, I have two handles on Instagram. Um, the first one is Lightbrush Studios, and that contains um, images and portraits I have um, taken of people. And then I have my bridal page called Moments with Lightbrush, and that contains um, images relating to weddings and, you know, bridal stuff.
1: And then your YouTube. I feel like you don't talk about Yeah, that. I'm also on YouTube.
3: <laughs> exactly, yeah. I do have a channel. I do have a channel on YouTube as well. Yeah, it's it's, it's about photography stuff as well. Yeah, yeah. so I think YouTube, uh, Instagram, basically.
4: Yeah. Cool. Okay. So,
1: this. Yeah. yeah. Let's <laughs> do some common stuff right now.
4: <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, I think, I think the people already know me by the copy tailor. Cause then when you mentioned the artist and they wouldn't, you know, be able to make out the face all that. Are you yeah, comfortable with? Yes. Yeah, tailor. Yeah, yeah. All right. all right. All right. Okay. So for me, I also have two handles, one for portrait and fashion and I have another for just weddings exclusively. Okay. Exclusively. So for me, um, for the portrait and fashion is at Taylor underscore photography. That is for the portrait and fashion. And then for weddings is at Taylor News. Yeah, thanks for having us.
1: So let's jump in real quick. Let me start with you. the creative jealousy. I've spent like two weeks trying to explain what it is to people. you feel like, oh, this is lovely. What, what do you think? <laughs> okay.
3: oh, I think it, it really is. It, it, it is a canker, I think most creatives um, go through in their lifetime I guess. It, so it's 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 very real. It's out there. Mm-hmm. It is. Okay,
4: okay.
3: So
1: now tell us what created uh, jealousy or envy? was how do you mean so many years this and not this comparison. This is not jealousy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> I think they are just making <laughs> it tell us what it actually means. Yeah.
3: Well hmm. I think it's it's basically a phase where um, there's an inability of a creator to positively grow a him or herself or probably relating to his or her works due to probably over-concentrating on another um, creative, probably maybe um, your mentor or someone you look up to, something like that. Yeah. And, and this, most of the time, tarnishes your whole concentration on your work so i believe it's just a phase each creator uh, creates creative goes through to more or less blind if not taken care of blind his or her vision or objective so it's basically something you go through when you have for instance if you have someone you're learning from you know you are so itching to get to where the person is overnight and unfortunately things don't work that way yeah so that's a little bit about how i understand the whole creative thing Creative jealousy thing,
1: yeah. So, you, how do you see it? Is it a regular thing? I feel like it's like one happens to people that are so bad people or do you think it's a normal thing that happens to them?
2: Okay, okay. So, for me, what I think is is an all-around thing. It happens to, let's say, every creative or if I'm supposed to talk about my field, that's a, um, photography. This is something that we go through each and every day. Because there's this um, notion where when people start to see you do well, then they start to, you know, have these little... if I don't know if I, I can use the word hate, but yeah, yes, that's how it is. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's how it is. So for me, it is, let's say, some kind of rite of passage where every creative needs to go through. Okay. Or they still going through. Okay. It's really it's inevitable. So really it happens inevitable. to all of us. Yeah. Yes. You are either exactly what you use to or
1: you are just trying to sound as if it's it's not <laughs> <laughs> oh, there. Alright. So um now to, want to find out why do people actually feel that way because so the whole the goal of this thing is to make sure that people come to accept that way. this thing is, is accepted and there's no um, there's no true reason. I mean, there's no bad no issues with having the feeling. It's when you let it be for for some time. So now I want to find out why do people feel like that. So let me start with them, Komi.
2: Okay. I think one of the things that that causes that, that creative jealousy in other people is, let's say when one person or another photographer is doing well, let's say you're in a group of friends, okay? And then you guys are all photographers, you guys are all creatives, but then you see one doing well than the other person, okay, okay. So automatically they become, let's say, um, the industry favorite. Uh
4: huh. Uh-huh.
2: You understand? Uh-huh. And then those things they breed um, what we call hate, and people start to feel like he's too overhyped, he's not good enough. But then it's just exposure. It's this. It's that. You know. Mm. They don't really want to see the bigger picture. They don't want to see you um make progress in whatever that you're doing all they are seeing right now is the hype that you are getting and then because they are not, you know, on the same level or on the same page with you, they feel like, um, they start to hate. Okay. I think this is, I'm going to use the word hate power for sure. Oh, minutes. Like, <laughs> yeah, so in my opinion, that is what I feel is okay. one major factor that causes that. Oh, okay. okay, so
1: um so, it didn't hear from you. Sometimes it's like if, if if you're saying everyone experiences it, then I feel like, I mean, veterans uh, veterans too are more likely to experience it because sometimes when you meet people who are like the OGs, like, he didn't put it, the OGs, it <laughs> doesn't be like, look, man, this is what you've done, this is what you've done. You guys just came in with this, your small, small cameras, and this and this, and then automatically it's like everyone likes you. Would you say that's uh, jealousy? That's creative jealousy because people who those who used to watch those films and put it in the sun and all this and have to travel miles to print the pictures and bring them, but they feel like these guys who have these cameras and they just do to to you after a few few minutes after taking the shots. Um, I mean, I mean, sometimes they tend to talk a little about. So, do you would you tend that as creative
3: jealousy? Yeah, I think I think personally, I think um, creative jealousy. Um, different forms and shapes. And, and I really don't think it's only in the creative world. I believe it's in every working environment as well. So take, for instance, let's say you're working in a bank and um, you realize that your own, um, should I say, your own colleague, you're probably in the same field of work, um, suddenly just goes to, get, uh, to, goes to buy a car, a Benz, a uh, a uh, let's say a 1999 model sort of Benz, and you don't really get it because you understand you guys are working on the same job, and it's is, it's is literally impossible for him to buy that and all that. So I think it it has a lot to do with some psychological aspects as well, and it can take you various forms. Um, personally, for me, because just like Kobe said, um, you probably have been doing this for a long while, and maybe there's this fellow uh, photographer who has come only to in your circle, and he seems to be you know. You know, progressing. Okay. It is so easy to get blinded by the fact that you'd start feeling guilty that, oh my God, I mean, where's this guy coming from? And he's taking everything. He's getting all the gigs and, you know, it it doesn't, it's very normal to feel that sort of negativity. It's, 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 it's it's just there. But then um, one thing I've also really learned about it's over the years I've been in this thing is that. It's a phase and if you are not able to overcome that phase, it's really going to affect you because you are not going to be focused on what you are doing. You are rather going to look at others You get it. So okay. once you look at others, you lose your focus and then everything just comes tumbling. True.
1: So now, is it important? When it comes to us in Yes, few years, we need to realize that it really it important. Let me tell you
3: Yeah, I think it's, it's, it's very important and, and I think it has played one vital role in my career and I believe in others as well because I see it to do um, literally two things actually three. It can either mislead you, it can Mm -hmm. probably um, put you in some sort of a need to challenge whoever you are looking up to or finally you can use it as a platform to challenge yourself. Okay, so I believe in the latter you know um, most of the time if you really dig deep into this creative jealousy thing, you, t- you tend to lose focus. Like I said earlier, on the main idea of what you're trying to accomplish. And once you do that, it's very, very, very impossible to sort of um, achieve things. Like you can give yourself milestones, you can give yourself objectives, but then once you're not focused, you really don't seem to achieve any of that. And one thing I think you can also do is um, sort of challenge whoever you are looking up to, which I believe is very, very bad. Because um, Let's say for instance, let's say i been learning from Kobe, for instance, okay? And Kobe has been doing this for a long time. And, and I started just uh, a year ago, okay? Now, if I do not take care and I let this creative jealousy eat me in, I would in turn stress myself because I am striving so hard to beat Kobe or to challenge Kobe or to make my images just nicer than Kobe, which is very, very far from the whole idea. Do you get it? a long time So I've, I've come across, yeah. So he started a long time ago. So probably the experience he has is obviously much more than mine. So it is really impossible. And I see this every day with, um, out there because, um, It's, it's, it's not, it's no joke and it's no, um, it's real. You know, people see others and they copy their styles. Okay. They copy their techniques. And at the end of the day, you know, when you do that, um, I do not really see anything unique about your work and them. She gets it. What I choose to do is the latter, challenging myself. And with this, I feel, so this is the process. I, let's say I have a mentor or I meet Kobe again. I'm like, okay, this is Kobe's technique. I look at it. I observe. Then what I do is now that I can literally do what he can do, I now have to find means and ways of modifying it to make it look like my new thing. She gets it. So what happens is you, you take value from the person who you look up to and then you... Ingest that value and then try and create something new for yourself. I believe when you do that, you tend to be unique. You tend to develop a certain sort of technique that not many people, you know, have been practicing. Do you get it? So, in some way, somehow, you normally always stand out. So, basically, I think that is that is my 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 side of the whole, you know, explanation here.
1: Okay. So, Kobe, um, what is your side? Is it important, and how important? is it to, I mean, the creator, whether you are a veteran, <laughs> whether you are a new, how is it important?
2: Okay. So, um, just like, or just as um, Eddie said, there are three ways or two ways or so many ways um as to which this thing can actually help you. Okay. So, in a way, I would say it's important because then it helps you grow. Okay. Mm-hmm. It helps you grow because then, if you're having that kind of jealousy, it makes you grow faster, in a way, okay, in a way, okay. That is, if you're not being driven by what is already on the market. That mm-hmm. is, if you're not overcopying, okay. Uh-huh. okay. Because then we have something called overcopying. Because then you tend to mimic exactly what you see each and every day. Okay. okay. So if you, if I see Eddie doing this you come and see the same stuff on my page. I do know photographers or creative that do that. And right now, we can all attest that some of our music videos, some of our music um, clips that some of our directors have been shooting, you can actually tell from the video that, oh, this is a video from Chris Brown. Oh, this is a video from <laughs> that kind of person. You understand? Uh-huh. Yeah. So, you because yeah. then you're not even adding anything to it. You understand? Mm-hmm. But then, I am pretty sure whoever copied that um, original director or the original creator of that particular concept has some kind of jealousy where he feels he is supposed to be the one doing it. It's going to look better. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? Okay. Yes. So, at times, yes, it is important. But then, there's levels to everything. There's levels to everything. You just don't need... Um, over copy or um, over hate. Years, uh, you understand? Like it took years for that person to develop that skill, to get to that level where he or she is, right? Okay. So, and you know, right now, what we see on the internet is basically the output. You understand? The finished product. Okay. So a lot of people don't know what goes into the process or what you did to get this, what you did to get that. And then... Um, Because of that, they feel like, oh, this thing that you put in on social media, this this thing that you posted on on your blog or your website or wherever can be, you know, he or she can replicate that. And then you're not supposed to get that kind of exposure that you want or you're not supposed to get that praise that everybody's giving you. But then little do they also know that it is very difficult to replicate something. It is so difficult. Like even even if even if you know the tools and materials, it is so difficult. The reason why I say this is because let's just say Eddie has taken a photo of a model. They are in a the bathtub. They are anywhere, any type of concept at all. All right, and I want to do the same thing. Trust me. Even if I was there with him on his on his set, and I'm able to recreate those um, concepts, it is never going to be the same. Do you understand? Yeah, sure, exactly. Uh So, um, it is important. Yes, everybody needs to go. Whether a newbie, whether you're a pro whatsoever, it happens. You need to go through that phase. But then there's levels to that, and then uh, you don't need to take it far. It just needs to help you grow, and then help you improve on your craft. Help Mm -hmm. you improve, um, or um, let's say help you develop a niche for yourself. Okay. There, there should be some kind of positive absorption from those things instead of just having this jealousy where you feel like it should have been you. It should be you. You are the best. Okay. okay. That's, all that's right. my take on that. Uh, one, one thing
1: that leads all these is, um, I think is our definition of what we think is successful. For instance, if Eddie has 50k followers and Eddie is doing something, I feel like, okay, fine. When I start doing this, I might start getting 50. Or what do you guys think, Eddie? Yeah. People feel like, um I mean, the numbers is success. So for instance, if mm-hmm. someone has 100K followers,
4: mm-hmm.
1: and maybe I have like um, 13, 13 followers, okay, when I start pushing to where the 100K followers guy is moving to, I might start getting the numbers. And because I think that is success, I start over Or what do you guys think, Eddie?
3: Yeah, no. I think I think um, you do have a point. I think in our parts of the country, or let's say in our parts of the world, there are a lot of misconceptions. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, like the example you gave, here, someone has fifty uh, k, mm-hmm. someone has one k, someone you know, unfortunately, keys. you know the case, <laughs> You know, um, unfortunately, people don't really dwell into. They don't like looking mm-hmm. at things. They don't like to research. So someone. With 50k followers, probably is a good shot at hiring okay. as a at as hiring as a photographer or a wedding photographer, which may probably not be the case because probably maybe someone with 1k followers probably does something much more than that. Okay, so the, I think the the main idea here is really not to get lost in. Um, that, um, face, because once you do that, it totally blinds you. You know, sometimes I, I keep on saying, you know, when guys fall in love or when people fall in love, they don't really see things clearly. It, it might be true, but <laughs> this is basically the same thing. Once you're in it, you really can't tell right from wrong. You actually feel that you are always right. Yeah. If you get it. So, um, if you are in this type of zone and you are someone who doesn't like to listen to advice from others, you are totally going down. The loophole, like you know, very very deep. <laughs> oh okay.
1: Coming. What do you think? Our uh, wrong perception of success. Do you think it's?
2: Uh, yes. Okay. Really so nice. to be to be very honest, it, it is not based on numbers. Okay. Okay. To be very honest with you, because then we see the veterans. We see you know the big big people who have already been in the industry, who have retired, who are still doing it. See. The brands that they've made or they have created for themselves, it is not based on numbers at all. Okay. First of all, I feel branding is very important. I feel, you know, client relation, you know, the type of content you even post. You understand? All okay. those things, they come together. Together to form a we we would say success because it might not be just the numbers. The numbers is just there for people to um, feel like, oh, if are, when, when they work with you, their work is going to go far. People will get to see their work and all of that. Before, you know, it wasn't like that. But right now it is a trend now. Okay. Okay. So it's kind of like, if you don't have the numbers, you're not getting some of the work. To do. But then, that is not, yeah. So you see, you see a lot of people on social media right now. Their work is not so there yet. But then because of numbers, you know, they feel like they are successful because then they're always working all the time. You understand? Okay. Yeah. So for that, bro, it is not based on numbers at all. I think it is more <laughs> of you trying to make a difference. You understand? Make a difference. You standing out. Cause then we need to know you for something. If I need, if I need, if I need to take pictures of an athlete, if I want to, if I want to do a sports shoot, if I want to do anything at all, I need to be able to get through to the right person. Okay. But now who is the right person? Cause then we are all doing basically everything some. Okay. Okay. Uh-huh.
1: We have a question here. The person says, Does creative jealousy spring from one's failure to agree? Okay. Mm.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes. Like, yes, Charlie. Okay. That I'm is wrong. very true. That is very true, cause then. In, I know you said, I know you were saying something about we, you know, basing everything on photography, but then you would need to pardon us because then that's as well. Yes, okay. yes,
1: you can also the point and then put it anywhere. I mean, it fits, yes,
2: yes, it's fixed. So, I, I think, uh, you know, the the listeners can also, you know, take whatever that we are saying and then fuse them in any uh, way that they find themselves, you know, and then I'm sure they're also facing these in you know problems over there, and then the solutions are also going to help them sure. in the same way. So, so back to the question. So yes, um, with the with the question that you asked, very true. Okay, so once failure to upgrade, okay, with um, creative jealousy, that one dear, I know even my brother here Eddie can attest yeah. to this. You know very well. Let me cite an example. <laughs> we are photographers yeah. here. When you go for let's say weddings or no graduations, all right? You know, we are, (laughs) yes, we are photographers that we call ourselves the professionals, okay? The professionals. And then we have the photos, well, also the professionals, you get it. Uh But then when you get to the ceremony grounds, whether it's a wedding or whether it's a graduation, automatically, you know that somebody is looking at you in a certain kind of way. Somebody is saying something about you. Because then you're holding this particular type of kid. Yeah, you're holding that, you are dressed like this. You understand? Yeah, sure. uh-huh. But then these people that we call of photos are the same people or are people who have also been in the industry for a very long sure. time. Sure. Okay. Yeah. But then they haven't made up their minds to make a difference. They haven't made up their minds to switch their game, to up their game, to upgrade. You understand? Yeah. So when they see you with, you know, big gear, with all of those fancy, fancy gears, then there's this that's going on, you know, they, they look at you and then they are discussing about you, the mm-hmm. camera and all of that. You get it? Yes. Uh-huh. And then even mm-hmm. aside, if you find yourself in a mist or in a group of friends, so whether they are photographers, whether they are creatives, whether they are Makeup up artists, whatsoever. Mm. You understand? The moment you are somebody who learns a lot, the moment you are somebody who, you know, are always trying to upgrade yourself, bro, you are going to attract people who are going to be jealous about what you do. Okay. Or even feel jealous of you being uh, let's say, in quote, too known. <laughs> of course. Yeah. You understand? Because <laughs> then, the more, the more you learn, the more you're you're being informed and the more you know, you sure. get it. So, let's say, we are supposed to discuss um, on something, we are supposed to share um, our ideas or thoughts on something. Bro, you know very well that I am going to be more louder than anybody else in the room because I am somebody who will, who is always yeah. there. Yeah. So, Eddie, um, on the same question, what
1: do you think? Uh-huh. Failure to agree. Yeah, I,
3: th- I think everybody some way somehow, in their point of life, in life, has to upgrade him or herself personally. Okay. And um, I, I want to address this generally so that uh, I think everybody can um, appreciate um, this point here. You see, um, the thing is, you cannot make any progress if you're stagnant on a level uh, you feel you're comfortable with. Okay. So let's take school, for instance. Um, if um, you stop, schooling at GHS, okay? There is no miracle from anywhere, from any church or this reality that can put you in university. It's a process. You have to upgrade. You finish GHS, you go to SHS if your results are good, Yeah, you can, you can gain entry to university. Okay, so I feel that in a broad scope, once you're able to upgrade yourself, you are able to... Sort of adjust yourself to um, certain things which are also going to be upgraded. For instance, technology. Okay. Yeah. Now, in our field, we always come across something. They go like, um, "The tool doesn't make the photographer," which is absolutely true because you need to acquire the skill before you use the tool. However, if you acquire all the skills, I mean, you you can't acquire every skill. You still learn each and every day. But then, if you have tools and you have great tools to, like, from time on, it doesn't necessarily mean you need the latest gadgets, you need the latest this, the latest stuff. No. You need to be able to upgrade yourself so that it can change the value of yourself positively. Okay, so if it is not adding any positive value to yourself, I really don't consider that as an upgrade. Okay. okay. And once you're able to do the upgrade, it definitely would raise eyebrows here and there because... People were like, wow, oh, okay, so this is the latest trend. How's he doing this? And, you know, the poor ones out there, I mean, not necessarily poor in income or finances, but the poor ones, I mean, in mentality, will start thinking stuff that, oh, we're in your big deal, you know, it's a big deal. Oh, I mean, I could do that or what? Is it just this? But then you never know. The person has probably had sleepless nights trying to perfect a certain craft to get to this level, you get okay. it. So I think it is important. Yes, it, it really is important. Kobe,
1: you're making a point before you went to...
2: Yes, 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 yes. Sorry about that. So, so back, to, back to my point, I don't really, I don't really remember where I ended, but I'm still going to say that yeah, it, is, it is very important. So uh, I feel like that... That notion where people feel like, oh, um, oh a- and a-
1: actually, actually, or, you are on the photo with, uh, and, the, and, the, yes. and the photographer with the seventy. 70 okay. So I was saying,
2: people. I was saying it is most common. Okay. Uh, I think I remember. Yes. I said it's, it's common with not just photographers, but then fashion designers, okay, okay makeup artists. That is, those that have been in the industry for a very long time, you know, and to be. Oh, those people with those names uh-huh. it. Because <laughs> then, you know, when they see you, let's say, <laughs> you know, somebody who's trying to make, trying to make a difference, you are young, and then they'd be like, massa, masa, masa, We've been doing this uh, since the age of two. <laughs> you understand? <laughs> then you realize that those people, those people, they tend to die out. To you. Okay. You understand? The name dies out 'Cause then before they used to be top notch, but then now you only hear from them again because then the world the world is working like day in, day out, there are new tech, they are new ideas, new methods, technical, uh, techniques and all yeah, sure. that kind of stuff. So and it's not it's not I'm not saying you need to learn everything or you need to be, you know, you need to agree to everything that comes out. Okay. But if it won't help you, you should. Okay. Yeah. If it's going to help you, sure, okay. Because then, if you don't, the world is moving. We are not going to wait for you. You mm-hmm. understand? Yeah. Uh, whether you agree or not, Charlie, we are moving. We are moving. Okay, so,
1: whether you upgrade or not, iPhone A, iPhone 12 is, is so the same. So, if you think it's going to help you, that's what they are going to do. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think
4: it's all about you. Um,
1: you need to research what you, what you need. If it's as Eddie said, if it's a worth a worthy upgrade for you, I think you should just jump on and then start upgrading mm-hmm. yourself too. Because the world is always new for you.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: The world is always for all, of us. all of us? The world is always good for. You. So now let's get to how to deal with creativity. Now we know we've come to the point that you know that it happens to all of us. It doesn't matter how many years we've been in how many how many years we just started. It comes to all of us. So then how do you handle it? And then to help us. I think someone said a question. Someone sent us a question and on the show every day we have a, a particular question we pick from the questions that we get before the show and then we just mm-hmm. take the answers we try and then summarize it into some few characters and then post it on, on our, um, our social media pages for everyone. So today on the show, so Catherine says <laughs> that uh, I have a friend and she's very talented. I have a friend, she's very, very talented and... Every time she puts out something new, I tend to feel like I'm not going anywhere with my creativity. What do I do? I don't want this to ruin our relationship, I think our friendship she needs. So, how to handle it? Kate says she has a genuine problem. Her friend is, she works with her friend, and her friend is super, super pretty. And every time she puts it out, there she's like... Oh and then she doesn't want this new relationship. So, let me start with
3: A B. Okay, well, um, uh, for now, Catherine, I think you uh, you are in luck because I had um, such an experience when, you know, back in the days, And uh, I would like to just share this, this story real quick. So, uh, we're a bunch of designers in, in this design company and uh, we were poached by this um, company and we were two, we're best friends. We still are best friends, okay. Mm-hmm. And so we both started, and you know, I, the guy's designs were like I don't know where this guy's mind was, what he was eating, but it looks like he was on steroids. Like his designs were crazy, like I, it was, it was bad. I'm like, wow. So how am I going to adjust to this? To get it. Okay. So it used to worry me, but then I did not make it get to a point whereby i start developing hate for the person. Cause believe me, it can go there. You know? So what I rather did was I started learning from him. I went to him, I made a bold step, went to him cause I was looking at the brighter picture here, the bigger picture here. Cause you know, I realized that if I need to up my game, I need to learn a few things from this dude. Okay. And so I go to him and he goes, and he, Funnily enough, he goes like, he likes mine even better than his. And in my mind, I'm like, oh, this is so impossible. But then he did. So then I went to him and I'm like, okay, dude, you need to help me out here. I really need to because I can see I'm lacking. And so with three months of intensive training, I realized that my stronghold or my strength wasn't directly related to what he was doing, but another branch of it. Okay. Okay. And that is where I hit hard, you know, I hit super hard. Okay. So I managed to turn that problem into a solution for myself. And as we speak, I'm still doing that. And it's, it's really helpful in one way or another. So I feel you shouldn't look at it as a threat, but I feel you should look at it as a step in life to realize that you are human and you're not perfect. And that maybe there is something hidden that you've really not um, realized yet. Okay. So just try and learn as much as possible from your friend. uh, Because, you know, if you follow that, you're definitely going to end your relationship. And very soon, you probably may not be able to share ideas with the person because you feel that the person is a threat. You get it. So, I mean, you need to be able to find some sort of a mechanism to try Learn from the person, still be cool with the person, and yeah, develop your own way. Okay, so in, in, in effect, shh, say it out loud, just exactly. It doesn't kill, it, it really doesn't kill at all. I mean, I could go to Kobe and, to go and, go and go, like, yo, dude, exactly. It, it's, it's full of ego. I mean, I can go to Kobe and go, like, yo, um, my retouching is faulty, and I think I need help from you. So, what do you say? I mean, can I get some? extra hours of tuition for you. I mean, if he says yes, cool. If he says no, then, well, <laughs> you improvise. You get it. But then, if you sit okay. somewhere and you keep on talking and thinking and you you, st- you start developing this imaginary hate for the person because you just can't do what the person does which shouldn't really be the case, you get it. So, yeah, I think it's very important to to, to look at that too. So I think think sometimes it's not
1: not just about whether they're going to say no or yes. Sometimes they know they're going to say yes. Yes.
3: yes. You know, and some people feel too proud, too shy, or actually too silly because they feel if they ask, um, it makes them less of a person. And (laughs) quite frankly, it just makes you worse, in my point of view. So... Yeah, it makes them movie a whole me is going to ask, you
1: know, <laughs> exactly. Like okay, so call me, Um.
2: help <laughs> Catherine now, Catherine's question, Her friend. You trying to humble yourself, you actually learn from whoever you feel, it includes a threat to you. Okay, because then if however she's feeling at a point she's gonna feel like the friend is is some kind of threat to her life to her progress and all of that okay but then you can channel that energy and then turn it into something positive and then the only way you can do that is actually going directly to the person and then Charlie talk to them You You might not know what the person is taking, the type of videos he or she is watching. You understand? You might feel like you're doing your possible best, but then Charlie, what you know, not just all of it. You understand?
4: Okay.
2: So, I think she needs to uh, qualify if you go up to the friend. Charlie, I don't want to cry the more advice partnership, you know, collaborate. Anything? Okay, okay. So you just like team up in a way and then
1: about how egoistic people are and they're able to collaborate.
2: Yeah. So as I was saying, um I think it's high time it's high time we okay. try as much as possible to come together to form some sort of a team or partnership and work on uh, project, you understand? Yes, the money. We're all super focused on money, money, money. But I feel like before the money sets in, or before the money comes in, you understand? It is gonna make what I am going to do for the person two times nicer, okay. two times creative. You get it? And then it is going to, the business or the brand far in as much as uh, I feel like oh. I can do it on my own and I won't what I do on my own. And then in the end, I'm not saying the clients, you cannot do it alone. You can't. But then at times we should learn to collaborate. We should learn to form partnership. But then okay. that is what is going to okay. go faster and learn faster too. Because okay. then the moment I am working with you, I am copying what you know. And okay. you copying a one what always. I know as well. Okay, okay. Yeah, exactly. I think um I think it's, it sounds
1: just about it with, with collaboration. I mean, you're know, just rubbing off yourselves with experiences. What what I don't know, what I'm learning from you. What you don't do, I have a proper way are doing I can see what you're doing, but just the theory. So exactly. now let's talk about how to handle practically. How would you handle it? You guys are pros now, like pros. you guys are pros. My audience, these are all pros. How now I want to know how they handle it. If have instead, kitchen is question by saying that kitchen needs to. So just walk to your friend and say, look, hey, look, lady, I like. Uh, I don't know if yeah, this, your friend is one of the Look, I like what you're doing. And then she, she might even be lucky. The the person might even like her better, like in the case of ends. So um, kids, that's that's yours So now let's look at practically how you guys would handle it. Now last segment. So Eddie start with this practically how would you handle this? We've talked about saying it out loud. I mean, yes, let I want us to collaborate. Like how um, Kobe, Kobe it. So let's hear from you. What other ways are there?
3: Okay, so um, I, I, I like to follow a pattern. I I sort of um, have followed over the the years I've been in this um, business. Okay, so the first the first point is to um identify um the inspiration or the actual thing you want to learn acquire or let's say, you know, achieve, okay? okay. So from that, once wow. you're able to identify that, that means you know what you want, okay? Yeah. From there, then they move to learning about it, trying to acquire knowledge about it, okay? And that can be in various forms, you know, what research, I mean, um, and going to the person, literally walking to the person's face, you know, being being knows just try so much, to get the person attention, to let the person know that you are here to learn and try as much as possible to help yourself. Do you get it? Okay, so when you're doing that, you need to make sure the person sort of knows the actual idea of what you want to do. So for instance, let's say, I come to you, Bobby, I'm like, okay, Bob, I want to spend a week with you and and this is what I want to do. So I feel that if I am rolling with you, it might go a long way in me achieving this A, B, or C, okay? So once you're done with that, you have probably learned it, so now you need to perfect that craft, okay? Once you're able to perfect that craft, that means it takes experience, it takes tireless hours of of trying to get that thing top notch. You know, it, it, it takes time, okay? It's not an overnight thing. Once you're able to perfect that, then one more thing you're left to do is to modify what you have learned. Because if you do not modify it and make it your own, You are just another replica of something out there. Mind you, there's nothing new under the sun. So something probably you are thinking of doing and you feel it's never been seen in the world. Somewhere in Alaska, someone is doing triple of what you're doing. Okay. So exactly. So I feel that once you're able to identify the inspiration, you are able to to acquire some knowledge about the inspiration, you learn it, you perfect it, modify it, make it your own. I feel it goes a long way in trying to battle this creative jealousy. And now the reason why this happens is once you get yourself clouded in this um, technique or this um, formula, you spend less time worrying about what the person is going to achieve because you are too busy trying to add value to yourself. That is the right way Okay, to get it. So once you're able to, well, this has worked for me for years and I feel that I've, I've managed to go through some of these and the OGs, like I say, I mean, I've learned quite a lot from them. And, you know, it's very nice at the end of the day to get a call from one of them was like, Hey, I'm really trying to keep on, you know. At some point, then you feel that wow, this is this is good. So you just keep on hitting the nail on the head, you know, just keep on pushing and keep on pushing. Yeah. So,
1: um, uh, Kobe,
2: practically, how would you handle credibility? You would have to find a way to incorporate whatever that the person is doing into yours, mm-hmm. okay, in a way, all right, mm-hmm. and then, um and then try and then modify, like, edit it, and then make it your own. Okay. It is open to copy. We all do that. I've never seen a who doesn't copy. Everybody does. Mm-hmm. You understand? Again, um What makes it nice is when you copy, and then you add something to it. Okay. You copy, and then something out of it. You understand? Mm-hmm. It makes you look genuine. It makes you look different. It makes you stand out. I have okay. seen, I've seen when, that have made it, or oh, they have traded on the Instagram, yeah? But then the original concept didn't. Okay. Okay. So what you add to yours is really going to, that is one.
4: Okay.
2: The second one, actually, that I want to talk about is uh, you putting away the pride and ego. Okay. I have done that. Yeah, that's it for me. I wouldn't say I have never felt jealous of my peers before. It has been there. Everybody goes through that. But then, what you need to understand is, we have these principles in life, bro. You say you want money, you understand. Or you say you want marriage. You want wealth, okay? But you're always in church prayer. I'm not trying to be religious here, but then, you're always in church prayer. Do you think the work is going to come to you, or you will have to balance the two? Okay, so okay. what I'm trying to say is, you can still feel jealous, but balance the two, and then go in for what you feel like. So don't let the jealousy hint your progress. Don't let it break you. Don't make it look like you are not doing well for yourself, okay? Because then it has its downsides. Because then if you're somebody who is always jealous of other people, bro, you don't grow. You can't grow, okay? Because then when you're always feeling um, bitter or you're always feeling jealous of other people's content, you cannot grow because then Whatever content you try to put out there, you tend to doubt yourself.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, in the long run, because you are doing that to other people. So the moment you want to put the content out there, then you start to doubt yourself as well. Because then you feel like the moment it goes online, <laughs> you are to going to get, get this. Um, uh-huh. Exactly, okay. you get it. yeah. Okay, So it has this downside. So it, you don't necessarily have to let it be. Um, let's say. A killer, okay? A dream killer, because then it can be, okay? I have been in situations, me, myself, personal experience where, you know, I doubt the things that I post. I doubt the works that I produce. Not that they are not good, but then I have also felt jealousy before. So I am still in that phase where, ah, Charlie, I say, a it's no big deal, though. Mm-hmm. You get yeah. it. And then one way for you to deal, one way for you to also overcome that is Charlie, trying to reach out to those people, okay? I do believe in this building industry, I, we have rude people, all right? We have very good people. So if, for instance, I know you, Bobby, and I feel like you're doing well with whatever that you are into, and then I am trying to, you know, get some ideas, get some, um, learn something from you, basically. some might give in some are not some are actually not gonna even reply your text messages or your DMs and all that. Okay. And I know how it feels because then I have been there. Automatically you start to ch- some hate that ah now okay, how can I what you Right. Like you understand. <laughs> but then bro, no, as time goes on as time goes on you get to know that it is part of it. Okay. This is how it is It is you are not you are feeling better because you are not there yet. You are feeling better because you are not the big guy that somebody is coming to you. Okay, but then when you when you are like the one who is let's say the small guy, and then you are being you know cast aside, or let's say um, you send a DM and nobody is replying, they are not minding you, and they are telling you what you feel like you don't want to hear. It is really going to break you. Okay. I have a story like when I really wanted to delve into editorial fashion, and then I remember talking to somebody who I know is doing very well in the industry. Okay, and then you know what? All the person said was, "My guy, um, you cannot do what I am doing." So my his piece of advice was, "Read magazines, read magazines, read magazines." <laughs> okay, bro. For me, in the <laughs> beginning. I felt, I felt some type of way because I was reading magazines. All right. But then I still wasn't getting the picture cause I felt like, Oh, if you know, and then you're able to give me some pointers, it would make the learning process easier. Okay. But he actually gave me the long way to, you know, the long walk to feed the whole learning thing. okay? Yeah. But then I was feeling better in the beginning, but then I, Explode. I learned and you know, i myself. So it became a normal thing to Now I understand why he did that. So if anybody should come to me, if anybody should come to me and okay, I want you to show me how to do this. And definitely going to give you that same procedure or that same, you know, direction because then it is, I feel it helped. Okay. It helped me a lot because then it kind of boosted my morale I was doing sleepless nights because then I really felt like I needed to prove myself to this dude that, hey, yo, I don't need you, like, hey, you know, like, who do you think you are? You understand? Yeah. So for me, you know, while telling you this little story about me, you realize that I channeled that jealousy and hate into something positive. Okay. So instead of just being at home, holding my arms and then crying about what he said to me. I decided to do it just like and then and make sure I produce something that is worth, you know, seeing. And then mind you, bro, I dropped the photo and then this guy was like, hey, whoa, this is what I wanted to say. I'm like, ah, you <laughs> can't for that, but right now Yes, are still as So, it is like that, bro. If you are uh, an amateur or a beginner and you're trying to come up and you feel like you, you need a shortcut to something, bro. That is not going to help, okay? There's always there's no shortcuts, bro. There's no shortcut when it comes to me touching, there's no shortcut when it comes to lighting. There's there, there's no shortcut to anything at all. Sometimes the people we are even envious of are like
1: you can't even see, yeah, like Mr. Mechanic, he doesn't, he doesn't exactly. even know who you, he doesn't even know you exist. <laughs> so like that's true. How do you that's so true. One cannot drop mind sometimes because it's a feeling. Mm-hmm. Just drop mm-hmm. like um, So if you like the food, you just drop it. I like the food. and I feel, and I've come to the exactly. moment that the moment I drop like this is dope. I just I can just drop right. This is dope, and all of a sudden the feeling just runs away because automatically I come to join the, the current time So I feel like sometimes you don't you <laughs> don't need to like. Have If you like the
2: picture, just see it. Yeah. I'd yeah. Because then I feel content, content, yeah, or being creative is, you know, basically supposed to evoke emotions, all right? Because then I believe um, each and everyone here or anybody at all have seen a picture and then just, you know, from just looking at just the eyes of the model, okay, you go like, wow, you understand? Before you even get, before you even, you know, Get to Check where the, image, yeah. the, the legs or where the, the pose is going and all of that. You get to, uh-huh. So I feel content like that, they evoke emotion. Go. You don't necessarily need to look at it the second time. The first time you see it, you feel like writing something. But then it's worth talking about, okay, or it's worth commenting. But then when you are talking who is, you know, going through that creative jealousy phase, bro, when you see a content, you know it is nice. But, you know, some of them will just drop an emoji. You understand? That's right. Bro, what is an emoji? Like, (laughs) you get it. Of course. What is an emoji? Yeah, of course I get it. Uh Uh-huh, sure. Because it is not not appropriate. And some people too will just not say anything at all. They won't say anything at all. they just keep scrolling. But then they know you are doing well. You know, that person can be your next door neighbor. That person can be... Anybody at all, the person might not be in your field, okay? But then, that's why I said creative jealousy might not even be related to what you do, but it's just you as a personality man. People feel like, I don't know him, but I just don't like him. (laughs) Of course. And then I think there's another point where what they see on the internet, yeah, looks easy, so everybody feels like they can mimic, they can do the same. Okay, but until they are given yeah, the tools, huh? bro, <laughs> like, so, so when they get to, you know, the point where they are supposed to do similar or do their own, and then they find themselves wanting. Peter McKinnon can make videos look easy. You understand? <laughs> uh, Daniel Schaeffer can make videos look easy, but bro, try it and let yeah. Bro, let's see how you it, do it. Because <laughs> well, this particular topic that we're talking about, it is very important because um, the whole of this year, you know, during the lockdown, I think most of us were going through that. Even when we're not shooting, we're not going out and all of that. We are all going through that. Me, I was going through that. But then mine wasn't, you know, I wouldn't, I, I don't know if I'm put to say, jealousy Because then I felt like at a point, we were all not being real to ourselves. We we're all not being, um, um, uh, trying to stand out. We we're all following one, you know, line and then everybody was doing okay. so it. I, I don't really it, to talk about it. i that, uh, yes. You know, there was this thing going around where people were doing Pikachu challenge and all of that, blah, 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 blah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah yeah, is, yeah, yeah. What you that. should have been done was, you know, for people to share their knowledge on how they created those images. So if you're at home, that image, okay, not you that. can actually try exactly. that at home, okay? But then if you give me your image to retouch, okay, and then I am not doing it, but then other people are doing it and then other people feel like, hey, you copy you are a hater, or you Eddie. You are a hater because this is what is going on, and you are not doing something. No, we are not doing it. You are because not doing we it. We are not haters. We are not <laughs> jealous. But then we feel like we cannot just all be doing one thing. Mind you, whoever that exactly. brought that particular app is going to always be on top because they are always going to be the one to you know set the trends. Creative. We are the people. We are the we are the trendsetters. Okay, so you do something for, let's say people who are not so creative to follow. Okay. You get it. So If you, the creative, also follows a trend which you feel like it is not even doing any good to you, bro, would you even recommend or, you know, say that you are jealous or you are a hater no. or
3: whatever, that, whatever that you, sure. you get it. Just to tip in on what Kobe said. Um, I, I, I'm sorry. This is also related to photography, but then the challenge, the retouching challenge. I also had a really big problem with it because you see, um, what most of the other photographers didn't really know is that for the most of the photographers outside the country, you know, I mean, in England and the US, they all have private retouches. If you get it? Yeah. But in Nigeria, so exactly. Even in Nigeria, exactly. You know, so. I mean, they hire retouchers to retouch their images. So I think the fundamental thing people are supposed to know is the fact that you should, you should at least have the basics, basics to try and get yourself out there before anything else. Okay. Okay. Because, like we are saying, this creative jealousy, exactly. You need to have the fundamentals because without that, you just can't jump. You just can't jump overnight to, from you holding a camera to, you you know manipulating it you need to learn it's a process so i think we all if we all try and realize that we would swallow a lot of our ego and come down to earth and try as much as possible to learn from each other because you know it would shock you that you think you are there and you're getting so many likes and so many followers and so many calls and you, you realize that when you put your picture out there or when you happen to go to an event the top notches there you can't even lift your camera. Yeah. Do you get okay. it? Yeah, yeah. Very exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So I think it's just a process. It's a process. Okay, okay. So,
1: gentlemen, I think, um, so I'll take your final comments and I'll take your um, answers on my two usual questions. Kobe, let me take your final submission on the whole summit that we uh, talked about.
2: Okay, so what i like to say, or um, let my listeners understand it is it okay if you have create jealousy or it is okay to be a top-notch where people are jealous of you and then you being first of all you being a top-notch is easy to deal with those problems because then all you have to do is just turn a blind eye and then keep doing what you're doing you know you have your eyes already focused on something and then you just can't take your eyes off so you don't be like what they are saying don't really matter okay that's if you are you know on top of your game and you have people you know hating and all of that but if you are the hater okay if you are the hater what i would suggest you do is channel that negative vibe into something which is positive I am not saying stop doing it, but then let it be something that would actually drive you to greatness, something that's going to drive you to being successful. Because I believe most of the time I see people winning awards in, uh, in this photography business and then I don't see my name being part of it, but then you know what I do? It helps me to, you know, focus more and then try and upgrade more. Because I feel like the reason why you're not, being nominated or you're not being awarded is probably because I'm not there yet. Okay. You understand? In terms of you trying to get accreditation, you trying to, you know, be noticed in the industry and all of that. Okay. And then on the number side, you know, Instagram likes and all of that. Success is not really based on the Instagram figures or followers or followings or so okay. Because Okay. Some people don't even have Instagrams, but then the amount of money that they have doesn't even come close to, or their followers do not even come close to the amount of money that are in their bank account. Okay, I know cool. photographers, I know photographers that do not have Instagram followers, but they are winning our thousands and ten thousands of dollars each and every month. You know, for just participating in photography contests. Okay, uh-huh. so being successful, you know, you don't need Instagram one base. Because then, if Instagram should shut down right now, that means your life is over. <laughs> your pictures <pretty sad>. are gone. Exactly. <laughs> there are no value to there are no there's no value to what you do or what you stand for. Okay. because uh-huh. then right now, because everything is so based on Instagram, you see creatives not even organizing, you know, art shows anymore. Because they feel like when you go on Instagram, everything is there. It's only a few who do that. So Charlie, how to handle that one too is like I said, try to channel that negative vibe, you know, let it be something that will actually push you to do more, to do better and all of that. You understand? Find yourself in a group of friends where you see their goals to be some kind of, you know, inspiration for you. You understand? I might see Eddie post something on Instagram, I'm like, whoa. Like, I just go and sit in front of my computer and I'm like, Charlie, I gotta edit and post something too. To you get it? Not because I'm trying to compete, but I feel like he's some sort of inspiration to me. And then he is inspiring me to even do more or even post more. You understand? So, in a nutshell, Charlie, everybody has a need to go through their face. You should definitely go through that phase of being to the first. So, maybe your final word now? Give us your final word.
3: Um, well, I think I think, um, creative jealousy is um, somewhat a, a, necess- a necessary evil. I think <laughs> <laughs> because it has its ups and it has its downs. But at the end of the day, I think um, if you go through it, of which you will, if you find. Means and ways of handling it and you know, twisting it in your favor, like Kobe said, and using it as a strength and not covering it as a weakness, I think it can push you to greater heights and push yourself to um, um, to achieve things that you probably wouldn't do if you probably didn't even go through this thing. Do you get it? It sort of clears the path for you to see where you want to go and what you want to be or what you want to do. So that is it for this week's
0: episode. I hope you got much value from it as we did here. If you did, kindly leave us a five-star rating everywhere you get your podcast. I hope the show gets to more people as possible. And also follow us on any of our social media pages at The Two On Show. Thank you so much and I'll see you in the next episode.